This is Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Thanks to Bluebet. Bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Bluebet, what are you really gambling with? James Brayshaw, Billy Brownless, this is Triple M's Rush Hour. And you know something important's happening (laughs) in the world of rock music if Rosie Walton has wandered into the studio. (laughs) You have a big guest and some big news. I do. I saw this hinted on the Queens of the Stone Age Instagram last week. Wasn't sure if it was true, but we have a guest on Zoom and I just want to play this from Maddie Haywood, our producer. Triple M listeners will be very familiar with the work of our next guest. To do. And next year, you'll be hearing all those songs live in concert. Please welcome, from Queens of the Stone Age, Josh Homme. I'm so excited. I haven't seen Queens of the Stone Age since 2018. Josh, you're coming back. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah. And it's for the Thank new you. album as well, which came out in June of this year, In Times New Roman. You don't like Helvetica or what's with this particular font? To Helvetica with that is what I always say. <laughs> I'll see you in Helvetica. Is that, yeah, is that I love better? it. To Helvetica yeah. and back. Um, but some of the yeah. the titles of the songs on your new album, they do have that wry humour because you've had a pretty dark four, seven, ten years life, whatever you want to say. There's really dark darkness and heaviness to this album. But you have amusing uh, titles like Obscenery, Paper Machete, uh, Carnivoya, straitjacket like fitting. It. You're finding the humour in things that probably shouldn't be funny? Well, I think uh, much like the world, things are contagious. And and, uh, and I think you start getting in a mindset, we start playing with the English language. And and for some people, they say it's it's dad jokes or puns. or And then other people say it's wordplay, you know, it's verbal sword fighting, and it keeps going. But I think once you start to actually suffer from emotion sickness, and that makes more sense to you, if I say I have emotion sickness, you know exactly what I mean because I'm talking about something new. And and perhaps at the end of the day, that starts to become my my job, is to toy with words and to tinker and to play with things, especially if they're sort of on face value, almost silly. You know, I mean, maybe paper machete is a bit silly. I don't know. But if you've ever met someone that you believed was a paper machete, you understand immediately what I'm talking about. (laughs) And so it doesn't doesn't matter much if I'm being silly or not, if you understand what I'm saying. And so it's a, it's a little bit of a, it's a little bit of a word club, you know, Mm -mm. and the first rule of the first rule of word club is, is, I don't know. I forgot. I'm sorry. Hey, or you just turn 50 like we have yes. and you sit back, you have a couple of red wines and you just enjoy yourself and have a bit of fun. Yeah, you always have five or 12 red wines yeah. and you just enjoy yourself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Beautiful. Tell us, Josh, about touring Australia. We, we always ask the big overseas bands if um, they love touring here as much as we love when you come here. Well, I think you already know that Australia is my home away from home. Melbourne's always been my second hometown. And uh, I don't know where you're at right now, but I've spent a lot of time on DuGrave Street getting looking for the ultimate eggs benedict. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and there's, a, there's just like a wonderful 
first edition bookstore in Melbourne and Iowa. You know, I think when you fall for some place, you, you start to actually get haunts, places you frequent that you really look forward to. You know, and Australia's always been that way for me. My kids are half Australian, you know. <laughs> Bottom half. <laughs> the good half. Uh, the Sydney Meyer Music Bowl is where you're playing Monday the 19th of February. Very special uh, place for Melbourne music. ACDC's played there. Chuck Khan on the weekend. Thin Lizzy, Neil Young. Have you played there before? I have no f***ing idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you call yourself half Melbourneian. It's on the hill. It looks over the Yarra. It's beautiful. Yeah, but I, I still have no idea where I've played you know, I just, it's its about what I do before and after, you know. You know, I've been to High Street in Fitzroy before it was a fashionable. And I was, uh, you know, I, I think for me, uh, watching Melbourne transition has been amazing. I don't i don't know where, where are you located right now? I in don't know. South Where's Melbourne. This South Melbourne, yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is Melbourne. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I just didn't care if it was Sydney or where it was from. I just, that's always been my spot you know and uh yeah so i just look forward to going to my haunts there you know well you're going to torquay mate which is the surfing capital of australia uh, can you surf uh, Josh? You, Bo- you, you, you know i'm going to torquay yes you are <laughs> so, i'll go see the 12 apostles or what is it 11 now no, no, it's only, nine and a half. there's about six they're all being <laughs> demolished I'll go, mate i'll go to apollo bay get myself an ice cream turn oh. around drive back you know go to geelong and oh. then I'll, I'll head back in the city billy is I'll the king of geelong mate i used to play footy aussie rules for geelong everyone knows me there joshy you must have been the best out of all seven of those people there. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's on fire now. Have a look at him. It don't, it don't take much to be the mayor of Geelong. Uh, you know where Geelong is, but I'm, I'm very... Uh... Pronounce it correctly, <laughs> which is did always... say Geelong like everyone else does. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, most of the people from the States, you know, I reckon they're like, it's good to be in Melbourne. Yeah. Mm. And I think that's probably the difference for y'all anyways. You know? <laughs> exactly. I've been thrown out of enough bars in Melbourne to know what to do. <laughs> this is such a gas having you on. I've been a massive fan of Queens of the Stone Age for years and years and years. And so many questions come to mind. We don't want to bore you with them all. But Seattle in the late 90s, like at the time, yeah. and, you know, everyone who knows music knows that Nirvana and Pearl Jam and Soundgarden and Mudhoney and all of those incredible acts as well as Queens of the Stone Age, came from that one, not that big a city. Mm. Did you realise at that time that this explosion was going to be as famous as it now is looking back? Well, I mean, the truth is that Nirvana had exploded and, you know, Kurt had performed his tragedy before I... I mean, the first time I moved there was to stop playing music because the music scene there was a little dead. And my my brother and his husband lived there and I, I just wanted to be around family and I was done playing music and I sort of got pulled back into it. You know, I played in the screaming trees and they did a, mm-hmm. this Lollapalooza tour that had Soundgarden and Metallica and the Ramones. And, and I ended up just, uh, the screaming trees disliked each other so much. I ended up uh, driving CJ Ramones truck while he rode his motorcycle with another guy named Antony. I think it was Anthony, but Anthony. <laughs> I, I just, I just drove the pace car, and by the time I got to New Mexico, seeing the desert, 
and the sunrise in the distance and it set in the distance and the silence of driving with a broken stereo. I thought, I got to do this for a living, you know? <laughs> and and uh, now I'm talking to you degenerates. So I think it's been... <laughs> And when I say degenerates, I just mean Jimmy. So. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest Spot one on. of all. You worked that out. Um, you've been doing it since you were 14, so you have to keep going. Like you, there would just be that draw where you, you wouldn't want to be doing anything else, I'm sure. Surely. Well, I think, I think having the luxury of performing music and writing music since I was 14, then I started before it was about money or getting girls or things like that. And so, and so now that I'm 50, I still get to do this. And I, I, I don't take myself very seriously, but I take what we do seriously. I've had the luxury of meeting people that say wonderful things. Like I've listened to this since I was a kid. Mm. And I always think I've, you know, me too, <laughs> you know, I, because I've been doing it that long. I was at a bar recently it, yeah. and that exact thing happened. I was just quietly minding my own business and Make It With You came on and I was only about three of us in the room and I just turned to this bloke at the bar. I didn't know him. I said, turn that <laughs> song off. <laughs> <laughs> I want that loud. And the other two uh, blokes have gone, shit, yeah. yeah. Oh, so good. That's why I said that you're the, the degenerate. <laughs> You may be wearing a, a proper collared shirt today, but oh, that's no, not that very, often. very often. No. Uh, the End Is Nero tour is in February, and one of our favourite bands here in Australia is The Chats. Mm. Uh, we know them from the song Smoko. I believe Dave Grohl uh, introduced you to that song, Smoko, by The Chats. I'm sorry, it's, it's the other way around. Oh, I introduced, my I introduced that bastard to Smoko. <laughs> Dave and I had this this gamble that who would take them on tour first, and I'm proud to say that it was me. Excellent work. You know, they're just like, um, <laughs> from the haircuts to the socks to the whole thing, it's just, <laughs> they remind me of the same white trash bastards I grew up with. I love it. In the desert. And Spider Bait, yes. uh, a touring part of it as well. Graham and Jeanette, English, yeah. of course. I went to school with Jeanette and I think we kissed in about uh, Form 6. Back and the bus. still talks about it. There's, there's no f- way. <laughs> <laughs> Look, are those masks in his office or are they just on the telly here? The, oh, Sorry, the Halloween what's, what's Halloween masks. So they're not in your office, are they? Or are they put them on the... Oh, yes. Yes. What the f- going on in your office you got all these different masks you know not everyone does what you're doing some people do what i'm doing too you know what do you call that i call these go- goblets look you can pour whatever what, whatever medication you should be on yeah. could be in here you know? have a look at that and there's a witch and there's a little kitty cat yeah an artifact oh, I love it. wow hey, Josh, you have worked with some of the most incredible people in our industry including a bloke called Matt Cameron, who I absolutely love. Yeah. And I, yeah. I just want you to tell me, what sort of a bloke are we dealing with, the Pearl Jam drummer, formerly Soundgarden? Well, you know, he's from San Diego, so he's a bit of a surfer and a laid-back guy. You know? And again, we made, a, we made a bet between each other. I, he was playing in a garage rock band called The Wellwater Conspiracy, and he would sing... In Japanese, phonetic Japanese, you know, like garage, 
I played bass and I said, if, if I do this, then you have to play in my idea, which is Queens and Stone Age. And so the first actual Queens and Stone Age gig, the drummer was Matt Cameron. And uh, I realized really quickly that uh, he was a much better musician than I was. So I fired him immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Well, Josh, Thank this you. is, as we said, such a privilege. Can't wait for you to come down here. Australia loves the band. You know that. You've been here thousands of times. Melbourne, Torquay. Yep. The, the tour will be sold Hobart. out, and it's brilliant Long. that you're coming back to Perth. see us. Yeah, coming on back to my first love. Go, even going to uh, Hobart. <laughs> oh, Bill always laughs about it because of the wall of vaginas at Mona. He's hey, a hey, child. Have yes. you been into Mona? It's uh, actually – I've – played there before to raise money for the, the children's hospital in Hobart and we're doing it again and right in front of the Great Wall of China. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he knows which it. I'm, which I'm actually told you can see from space. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I don't think I'm mixing metaphors or getting anything wrong. No, no, no not at all. A <laughs> couple of big ones. Yeah, <laughs> huge ones. Uh, Josh, yeah, thank great you so much. We love for the fact <laughs> that you've jumped back. on. Thank you. Josh Army yeah. from Queens of the Stone Age. And by the way, the end is Nero. The tour is announced oh, this morning. They're coming here next year. Live Nation pre-sale in Tasmania starts 11 a.m. tomorrow and the rest of the country. You can get them 12 p.m. Friday in general on sale from next Monday at 1 p.m. Josh Homme from Queens of the Stone Age on Triple M's Rush Hour. Thank you. Awesome, Thank you. man. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure. All right, now f*** off. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Bluebet. Download the app for iPhone and Android. What are you really gambling with?